together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 16, from verse 16 to verse 20. Jesus said to his disciples, a little while, and you will see me no more. And again, a little while, you will see me. And some of his disciples did not understand this, because he had said a little while they will see him, and the little while they will not see him because he is going to the Father. There's something that I think is absolutely interesting that Jesus reveals to us in this reading today. The first one is Jesus preparing his disciples of his departure. And he says to them, a little while you will no longer see me. I will be gone. I am going away And he makes it clear to them that I am going to my Father. And soon you will be united with me. And immediately I want to link John 16, verse 16 to 20, to John chapter 14. When Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. And he says to his disciples, I am going away. And where I am going, you cannot come at the moment. And the disciple says to him, but Lord, where are you going? And he says, I'm going to the Father. But you will come because I'm going to prepare a place for you. And they say, but Lord, we do not know the Father. And he says to them, I've been with you all this, all this time. He who has seen me has seen the Father. They say, Lord, we do not know the way. And he says to them, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And if we were to read those two gospel accounts simultaneously, we find at the end a fuller and a bigger picture of what Jesus is talking about. There is sadness that he is leaving behind his disciples, his apostles, the people he has come to know, to love, to cherish, to share his life, his ideas, his dreams, And indeed, there is absolute sadness in that. But at the same time, there is immense glory and joy. Because eventually, he is going back home. He's going back to his father. And going back to his father, he can say, Dad, I have achieved what you have asked of me to do. And so there are mixed emotions in this gospel account. Jesus, who is looking forward to be reunited with his father, and the apostles who are sad that they are losing someone they love. But Jesus gives us a sense of great hope that where he goes, we too shall be with him We shall be united with him forever. And so this allows us into our own lives to deal with departures, to deal with separations, to know that even though we may be separated physically, emotionally, we are forever united. That even though we are separated by space and distance, Our hearts will always be one. Even though we are different individuals, we share the same dream 
and the same vision. And I love that concept of Jesus wanting to go back to the Father. We find this in the life of St. Paul, who says, I, I wish I was dead. I wish I was already with God, with Christ crucified. And yet I wish I can remain with you. And uh, Paul finds himself wanting to be with God in heaven, but also wanting to remain with humanity and to continue to do the work of God. And I think that to a certain degree is where we are called to be, to live our lives here on earth fully, to celebrate every moment, to cherish every experience, to allow God to use us in manifesting his glory here on earth. Knowing that I am here for a purpose, I'm here for a reason, but above all, I'm here to manifest the glory of God. And I am created in order to enjoy life. I'm never created to suffer. I'm never created to be a beggar, but I'm created as a prince and a princess in the kingdom of God. But at the same time, my life on earth, while I'm living it to the full of my abilities, it also resembles the life of great union with God in heaven. This is what I think Paul talks about in his life. When he says, I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. I have finished. So we find Jesus at the end of his earthly ministry. And there is this sadness in parting but there's also this great joy in the anticipation of being welcomed once again into the Trinity with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and united in heaven with the angels. And so we pray today for our loved ones, those who have gone before us, those who have died. We pray for our loved ones who are lonely who feel secluded, who feel not loved, who feel that they are no longer important, who feel that they are ostracized. Today becomes a moment where we want to reach out to them. We want to remind them that we are grateful for who they are, for who they've been, and for who they will continue to be in our lives. We pray for them as we thank God for all that they have ever been to us. And we remind them that we love them and they're important to us. We pray for the elderly. We thank God for their good lives. We thank God for the good counsels they've given us over the years. Yes, their lives may be frail, but they are still important in our lives. We pray for those who live alone, and we ask that the Lord may remind them that even though physically they are alone, they still belong to this great community of humanity. And so today Jesus reminds us of something absolutely powerful, that I am because we are, we are because I am. He reminds us of our obligations, of our duties to look out for each other. He reminds us of our humanity that I am as strong as those around me. I am as healthy as much as I can take care 
of those around me. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.